I remember uh, this was years ago, maybe my first or second year ordained as a priest. My nephew at the time was getting ready to celebrate confirmation. So I was his confirmation sponsor and also a priest. This is Father John Copson, pastor of St. Anne's in Warren. And I remember um, the homily at the confirmation mass. The homily was actually about... um, the military and the three different branches of the military, the army, the air force, and the Navy. And the analogy used in the homily was, uh, you know, the soldiers in the army boots on the ground, they need air support. So I kind of use that analogy in my own head that as I'm engaged in my priestly ministry, which is a joyful ministry, a ministry that the Lord is calling uh, courageous young men to discern and to uh, be a part of, um, we're the boots on the ground and we need the air support. Without the air support, we're not going to be successful on the ground. As priests, we need prayers every day. We're engaged in spiritual combat and spiritual warfare on a consistent basis. We're on the front lines. We're in the trenches every day, uh, preaching the word of God, teaching the Catholic faith in all its truthfulness, no matter what the culture or the society says at the time. Um, Speaking about the moral teachings of the church in today's day and age is not easy. So when I know that I have a personal intercessor interceding for my ministry, it's such a relief. It's absolutely vital and it's exactly what we need today. Father Copson is not the only one who thinks this. Lucky for him and the rest of the priests in the Archdiocese of Detroit, there's one extremely passionate divine child parishioner who for the last four years has been working tirelessly to send troops on the ground the air support they need. Welcome to Detroit Stories, a podcast on a mission to boldly share the stories of the people and communities in Southeast Michigan. These are the stories that fascinate and inspire us. This episode of Detroit Stories is brought to you by our friends at Catholic Funeral and Cemetery Services, a ministry of the Archdiocese of Detroit. Pre-planning your Catholic funeral is a gift of love for those you cherish. To learn more about pre-planning to prepare those you care about for this journey, visit cfcsdetroit.org. Well, I started going to daily Mass at 6.30 in the morning, and I live very close to the church, but it was hard to get up early, and I would kind of get here like a minute before 6.30 and run across the parking lot with my shoes untied and barely get here right on time. This is Mindy DeWitt divine child parishioner and founder of the Parishioners for Priests program. And one morning I noticed the priest looked tired as he was saying mass. And I thought, uh, I wonder what time he has to get up to say mass for us so early at 6.30. And it was the first time I thought about that and started to just really appreciate that they sacrifice sleep for us that way. So they don't have to get up early to say mass that early so that we can receive the Eucharist before work. And it's just, it was such a great thing for me to be able to go to Mass in the morning. That moment back in 2015 really stuck with Mindy. She developed an almost maternal care for the priests she encountered. And so I started really appreciating the priests and I started praying for the priests then. Like whoever said Mass that morning, I would pray for that priest all day that he would... um, just be filled with joy and 
not be tired and, you know, would love the 630 Mass. And so that's when I started praying every day for priests. She started making small personal sacrifices too, like giving up the cream in her coffee for priests. That summer, Mindy and her husband were volunteering in Ukraine and stayed at a seminary with some other volunteers. It was such a great community, like praying and talking together. And after a month when we came back, we really missed that community. And I started thinking about priests, how when they're in the seminary, they have that awesome community. They're together for years. And then when they get ordained, they might uh, lose that community. And in a few years, when they're on their own, they might be the only priest in a parish and how difficult, you know, that is. For the next two years, Mindy couldn't stop thinking about the many sacrifices priests make for the church. I just started thinking more about the challenges that priests have and how important it is to pray for priests. So um, I started looking around to see, like, is this already happening? Are people already praying for priests? And sure, people were praying for priests. People always had. But Mindy had a bigger vision. She read a Vatican document, Eucharistic Adoration for the Sanctification of Priests and Spiritual Maternity, about having holy hours to pray for priests and spiritually adopting priests, and this gave her an idea. She got in touch with Divine Child's associate pastor at the time, Father John Copson. I first met Mindy and her husband Chris when I was a newly ordained priest. During my three-year assignment there at Divine Child, uh, Mindy, after lengthy times of prayer and discernment, she brought the idea to me and just kind of wanted to bounce the idea off of me uh, of a an initiative, maybe was the uh, way that I referred to it at the time, of parishioners specifically interceding for the priests of the Archdiocese of Detroit in their ministry, and not just praying for them collectively, uh, which is a beautiful thing to do, but really to almost adopt a priest. Through countless discussions with Father John, Mindy and her husband developed their apostolate with the goal of encouraging Catholics to pray for their Detroit priests. And on Palm Sunday in 2017, the Parishioners for Priests movement was born. Prayer cards were printed and placed in churches and adoration chapels, and social media pages and a website were launched. The first initiative was the Priest for the Day. We have a Priest for the Day every day, and we encourage people to pray for the Priest of the Day. Each day, the Priest for the Day is announced on all social media pages. The posts are littered with God bless you comments, prayer hand emojis, or heartfelt stories about when this priest baptized their child, married them, or guided them through a difficult time. And the great thing about the social media is people can share it, and then more people will see it, and people comment. Sometimes the priest also will comment and thank people for their prayers. The group also holds a holy hour at Divine Child every Wednesday evening, specifically to pray for priests, and encourages other parishes to do the same. There is also an Adopt-a-Priest initiative. You could also spiritually adopt a priest, and to do that, you can contact us and we will pray. And then we have an app that will randomly pick the priest for you to adopt, and we send a card to him telling him that he's been adopted by a parishioner and that parishioner is going to pray for him every day and we send a card to you to tell you who you adopted. And we ask that you stay anonymous so that the priest doesn't 
feel like some obligation to, you know, uh, say thank you or, you know, anything like that. It's just um, anonymous prayer support for the priest. So far, 360 priests have been adopted, 37 of them twice. However, the list of adoptees continues to grow with ordinations or transfers from other dioceses, and there are still a few priests that need adopting. Here's Father John. Well, we get a really nice, glossy, decorative postcard. <laughs> and it's really neat. Um, you know, it's black. It's got the white priest collar on it. It says parishioners for priests. It's got all the um, social media ways to reach out to parishioners for priests. And on the back of the postcard, and it's an oversized postcard, it says you've been adopted. And or there's checks, check boxes such as I prayed a rosary for you today. I prayed a divine mercy chaplet for you today. Um, you've been spiritually adopted. So that's how um, we receive news that we've been spiritually adopted. And there's just so much joy in receiving that postcard in the mail. And also parishioners for priests, they follow up with the email also. For me, knowing that I have someone through parishioners of priests praying for me, it just gives me so much support. And kind of like the prayer says, arm ourselves with full strength. I feel strengthened knowing that there's people, that there's parishioners particularly, interceding for my priesthood. It's kind of like when the Lord sent the disciples out two by two, right? He sent them out two by two. He didn't want them to go uh, into the mission or into the battle solo, right? It's not an individual um enterprise, if you will, it's tandem. So when I get adopted by a parishioner, for me, the Lord is sending us out two by two now. And it gives me strength and it gives me peace. And after the end of a really long day, I know that someone prayed for me today. I receive so much consolation from that. The response from adopted priests has been so overwhelming, Mindy has had to get the apostolate its own P.O. box. We've gotten um, a lot of cards, so sometimes we get cards in the mail from priests or emails from them um, when they're priest of the day saying, like, um, today is the 10th anniversary of my priesthood and my birthday. Um, and we have no way of knowing that when we pick priest of the day, we just... Pray and ask the Holy Spirit to pick the priest for that day, and then we use the app to randomly select the names. And we've had so many where it was like a significant day that they ended up being priest of the day. And a lot of them um, talk about the power of prayer. Um, it's the 39th anniversary of my ordination. I can use all the prayers I can get. Um, thank you for your prayers. Um, one priest was priest of the day on his birthday and ordination day. And um, one priest had emergency dental surgery the day that he was priest of the day. There's just been so many like cool things where you can see it was like, like the Holy Spirit picking the priest that day. And a lot of priests emailing and saying thank you and that the prayers are needed and encouraging. For Father John, it's been an opportunity to connect to the broader church in Detroit. I'm not going to ever meet every single Catholic in the archdiocese. Who knows? Maybe I will. But um, there's just so many people out there that we're fellow disciples with as priests. We have brothers and sisters in Christ, and this is a way uh, to really experience that, that we really are part of something special here. We're members of the same body of Christ. We're the church. And uh, that's been my experience of that. 
This was the message Mindy wanted to send to priests from the moment she first thought about it in Ukraine seven years ago. You're not alone. You know, you have a bunch of people supporting you and praying for you every day and like kind of walking with you and you know you're on people's minds and hearts and people are with you trying to support you because there is a, a lot that the priests have to do and we need them so much the sacraments are so beautiful and helpful and we just really need our priests and we need to support them this program came at a really prescient time this year, the Archdiocese of Detroit isn't ordaining any new priests, and Archbishop Vigneron has called for a year of praying for vocations. For those discerning a life filled with deep spiritual rewards, but also difficult sacrifices, Mindy hopes this initiative is a source of consolation. There's a lot in the world that can discourage them from wanting to pursue the priesthood, but here with parishioners for priests and people praying for priests, they can see that you have this huge support for you, this spiritual support, and then like concrete things where you're getting postcards in the mail saying, yes, we prayed for you, and um, know that you're not alone and that you're needed and appreciated. In our holy hour, in one of the prayers, it says like about the priests, show him that he is needed by the church, he is needed by souls, he is needed for the work of redemption. For me personally, one of the scariest moments in my life was not knowing what I wanted to do with my life. And that was hard. Um, that was hard not knowing. I, I became an expert in what I knew. I knew what I didn't want to do with my life. <laughs> I don't want to work here. I don't want to be that. I don't want to do this. But I did not know what I wanted to do with my life, let alone what God was calling me to do. I hope that for young men out there who are discerning the priesthood or thinking about it, or at the very least, it might be a thought in their mind, a blip on the radar, the fact that there's people already praying for you um, I hope it's just, it gives them consolation. I hope it kind of breaks through the um, spiritual walls and obstacles that Satan has put up. I really don't think Satan even wants men to think about the priesthood, let alone think about the seminary. Um, I think the devil is working diligently to prevent men within his ability to even think that priesthood is a viable option in life. So the fact that we have parishioners for priests now interceding for this, again, it's spiritual warfare. And we know that Christ is going to win this victory. The war has already been won. We're in the midst of a spiritual battle. And the fact that we have intercessors praying for priests and future priests and for men to discern the priesthood, I'm excited. I think this is like the best counterpunch to where we find ourselves currently in the archdiocese. It's heartbreaking that we're not going to have a priestly ordination this year. The fact that the archbishop has called for an intense time of prayer over the next year, praying for an increase in vocations of priesthood is phenomenal. I think that parishioners for priests is a practical, a concrete way to actually go about doing that. One of Father John's favorite prayers is from the Office of Readings, something priests pray daily. It's usually only prayed on martyrs' feast days, but Father John likes to pray it on a regular basis. We are warriors now, fighting on the battlefield of faith, and God sees all we do. The angels watch and so does Christ. What honor and glory and joy 
to do battle in the presence of God and to have Christ approve our victory. Let us arm ourselves in full strength and prepare ourselves for the ultimate struggle with blameless hearts, true faith, and unyielding courage. What honor and glory and joy to do battle in the presence of God and have Christ approve our victory. For Father John and all the other priests throughout the Archdiocese, praying these words in the isolation of an empty church, through bleary eyes before the sun has risen, through struggles they no longer face with the companionship of fellow seminarians, they can take consolation in knowing they are not praying alone. So people, anyone who is listening to this, please pray for your priests, pray for your bishops, pray that we will be emboldened by the Holy Spirit, pray that we will be courageous in accepting and faithfully carrying out our vocation every second for the rest of our life. Pray that we'll have the strength, the love, and the courage to preach the truth in love, teaching others about the truths and the teachings of our faith, and offering up the sacraments with faith and love. This is what we need. Detroit Stories is a production of Detroit Catholic and the Communications Department of the Archdiocese of Detroit. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of Detroit Stories is brought to you by our friends at Catholic Funeral and Cemetery Services, a ministry of the Archdiocese of Detroit. Pre-planning your Catholic funeral is a gift of love for those you cherish. To learn more about pre-planning to prepare those you care about for this journey, visit cfcsdetroit.org.